Welcome to another episode of the Fan Asia. This is powered by Podmetrics.co. Uh, you can use the referral code the Fan. That's T H E F A N, uppercase, one word, and you can monetize your podcast anywhere in the world. So subscribe and share this podcast. We're uh, basically on every podcast platform you can listen to this uh, anywhere around the world. So follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's at uh, the Fan Asia, and email us uh, thefanasia at gmail.com. My name is Tony. Tony. Tonight we're joined by Chris Newsom. What up? What up? And uh, also Javier Delgado. What's up? Uh, Gino is uh, supposed to be here, but uh, I guess he has a. Uh, maybe he's out of town. You know, he's biking. So uh, we'll just start the show uh, without him uh, this week. Anyways, that's uh, uh, first off. Uh, let's uh, send our condolences to the Denver Nuggets and their fans. Uh, uh, on fishing. Oot. You know, I, it's summertime, guys. I mean, our bracket, <laughs> all of us picked Denver. Oh, wow. Oh, man. I can't believe it. Actually, looking back, I, that, that's probably the, the craziest thing that could happen is a, a sweep out of anything, right? Like, yeah. you get yeah. one game. Um, you know, it was just unfortunate to see it happen like that. But uh, that just goes to show you how prepared and ready the Suns were. You know, um, we're playing around that they, they you want you want to know what we sure. picked chris picked denver in six javier denver, <laughs> denver in seven, seven. seven. gino yeah. denver in seven i said denver in six uh-huh. as well. and where are oh, we imagine fan duel if we had bet on fan duel They'd be laughing at us, right? All four, money, all four of us. <laughs> all four of us, you know. It definitely did. Um, definitely did. And it, it, it's it's just so crazy and so wild that you know it, it it was it wasn't even a match in the in the third quarter. Like every third quarter, it was the momentum was Phoenix. Oh wow! Yeah, it wasn't yeah, yeah. even close. You, you know, and and Murray was a big loss. Just like how AD was a big loss to to the Lakers, I mean there was no fight in them. Only maybe key, some players, and they weren't even hundred percent. I mean, Barton had to suit up, and I don't think he was supposed to play. But that's where you need your your floor generals, and that's yeah. what Chris Paul's so good at. Is yeah. that uh, you know when you're out there and and you're in the trenches, you need someone that's going to guide you through uh, the trenches during during war. You know, so it's really important. To have that person and the Nuggets didn't really have that person uh, on a lot of teams it's usually the coach that'll get you through that you know he'll give the pep talks and stuff like that but uh, when you're out on the floor you still need that person there that vocal leader um, you see like on every good championship team they have that one guy that that'll pull them together uh, for the Clippers we knew that Rondo was going to be that guy because that's what they were missing before so it's interesting to see that that Rondo effect and uh, you know that series is going to be a good one the Jazz Clippers series yeah I, I think I, that one will go seven well I think now that you know Mitchell is Spida's injured I mean if anytime you're injured in a playoff atmosphere it really man it, it just it hurts you know what I mean um, and it's upsetting but hey it's part of the game you know, it's it's inevitable, uh, but I think with Mitchell hurting, you know, he was the key factor. They couldn't guard him. 
I think it was uh, yeah. Tyrone Lou that said, who would he rather play against, Luca or, or Mitchell? He said, Luca's easier to guard. Mitchell is just <laughs> all over the place. He's like, yeah. a, he's like a pinball. You know, you don't know what he can do inside, outside, and his, his passing ability. So they're, they're, they're going to have a tough time. But, but I, you see the, the greatness of Kawhi when he's pushed to, to guard and, and on both ends. He's unstoppable if he really asserts himself. Best two-way player in the game right yeah. now. Yeah. You know what's crazy about Kawhi um, for a small forward? His shooting percentage. Um, it's almost like a center shooting percentage. Yeah. Like a Clint Capella shooting percentage. Like You don't see small forwards shooting 70% you know, in a game, especially during the, the most important parts of the game, like a fourth quarter. He's like eight for nine. You know, It's just crazy to... His efficiency. Yeah, his efficiency is amazing. And he's doing it on both ends. You, can't, you, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. if, if you look at Denver, there's always someone that's scoring. But it's so hard to play D. You know what I mean? And, and it's just one, if you're just one mistake, you know what I mean? It, it just ruins the full momentum of the, of, the, of the team. And I'm even a Denver fan. And I'm upset. I had a freaking like... You know, friggin' almost. We wanted, like, it, we wanted this series I, to go far. I, I, I have this vein on the right side of my head, <laughs> and that only comes out when the Raptors are playing in the Lakers. That's it. You know, <laughs> when those two teams are playing. But this this sweep ruined my whole week. You know, what I mean, I'm like, okay. I told my brother, all right, we got, Denver's gonna go win. You know, what I mean, they're gonna win one. They're gonna win one. No man, not even one. At least. Oh I, I got a question for Chris. Like, since since you play a lot of um, pick and rolls when you play basketball, the way the, the Suns were picking apart the Nuggets with their pick and rolls and their mid-range game, for me, it was like, it was almost like a throwback to the early 2000s. It was almost like how the Jazz mastered the pick and roll with, with Stockton and Malone, but then you put like the Kobe, MJ, mid-range game, that CP3 and Book were just hitting. It's, must have been really frustrating just seeing them just do it so efficiently, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I think that's why I say we got out coached because, you know, I, I'm not even an NBA coach or scout and I could see obviously what's wrong. Like you yeah. either have to hard show or you have to force yeah. them to go ISO because they don't want to play ISO basketball the whole game. Chris mm-hmm. Paul's not going to ISO you to death. You know, mm-hmm. he wants to get other people involved. So you have to make them do things that they don't usually do to take them out the rhythm, out their flow. And Denver didn't adjust, not not in game two, three, four. They just they're just like, okay, okay, we're gonna give Chris Paul the elbow jumper that he's leading the lead yeah. in uh, you know, <laughs> I know. In that spot. Oh my god, you knew he was gonna take it. That, that's like not even yeah, that's not even an option. Like send him to the left. And they started to do it a little bit. They shaded him to his left. And every time he was going to his left, he either missed or passed the ball. Yeah. And it was just like, okay, see, just keep doing that. But uh, in my opinion, Jokic was playing lazy D, um, which is why he's so far off the pick and roll. And he's just sagging in the paint, which you can't really do that. Uh, you, you definitely have to hard show that, uh, put the pressure on Chris Paul as soon as he comes off the pick and roll. Um, and that even makes it hard for him to make a good pass. So instead of it being an assist, maybe it's a 
off to the left or off to the right pass that can throw over shot. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of different things. Yeah, turnovers. So, yeah. um, you know, I wish I could be on the Nuggets coaching staff personally. I'm down for you guys if you're listening. Hire me, please. I would love to go over there yeah, <laughs> and it, do some. Uh, some I don't know how they like didn't see that style. In, in, in the first two games, you know what I mean? Or at least on the fourth game, you've been getting killed. I think it was plus 10, plus 19, plus 9, plus 10 in the third quarter, I think. But what's frustrating is that they did make the adjustment for Dame. Yeah. They started trapping Dame half court. They started hard showing Dame. And I was like, if you did it last series, why? Exactly. You could do it. Yeah. I I, I never understood that. That made no sense to me. I think they underestimated Chris Paul. That's all it was. I think they underestimated. Chris Paul has a higher basketball IQ than um, than Dame, for sure. Yeah, but I think, you know, I mean, they just underestimated him. The whole coaching staff. It wasn't even the player. I think it was the whole coaching staff. Uh, that You know what I mean? Because they're the ones that would say, hey, this is what we see. You know, players would do what the coach, coaches say. And I mean, it. I think that's why, you, that's why it's so important to see or to have a player like, like Chris Paul or a veteran, a leader, like you said, Chris, to tell the coach, if you're, if you're the point guard, hey, yo, on D, we're not going to do this. Let's do this because we got to pick him up before he crosses half court because they're getting into the rhythm. You, we're just we're, we're letting them pick and pick their spots easily. And our defense isn't great, you know, to begin with. So we got to pick him up right away. And I think that should have been uh, should have been done at the very start. I mean, they're younger than Chris Paul. They can too, at least. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I was saying too. Like there, you got more guards you can rotate on him. So get in him, get in his legs, uh, you know, get him tired. That you know, older guys don't necessarily want to play at a faster pace for a whole game. Yeah. So definitely. But, uh, I, I speaking on Damian, who would you trade for? You know, obviously, uh, Gino's not here. But would you trade for Damian, Javier, Chris, knowing that? Houston and, and, and Denver could use someone like Damien. Would you, if you had the chance? I think it's also, you, you look at his timeline. Um, you have to look at Dame's timeline. Uh, Dame wouldn't go for a team like Houston that's on the rebuild. Yeah. Um, he, he has to be Maybe the Knicks, the Knicks have the cap space to absorb a Dame Lillard contract. The Lakers, would you give up? Maybe some. Would you give up all all those? I give up AD. I give up AD for uh for Damian. Okay. All right, for Chris, he uh, may be what two years older, but he's yeah. thirty. <laughs> he can be uh, he can be the new Dwayne Wade for LeBron. I'd give up like I'd probably give up MPJ. MPJ, he'd be first, but I feel like you would have to add something in there still. So it'd probably be like MPJ in a pick. Yeah. Okay. Or uh, why don't you or, give green? <laughs> or three three team trade? Oh, why don't you give green? Or, yeah. No, 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 no. Here's one. Give me. Uh, I'll trade MPJ and Aaron Gordon for Dame and Carmelo. Nice. To Denver. I'll take that. Bring back Melo. Yeah. Retire Are you disappointed in Gordon? We're fifteen. Very. Yeah. <laughs> very. Very. 
just imagine if they had, just imagine if they paid Jeremy Grant the money that he wanted and and they kept the new I don't know if they would have afforded him. Yeah, that's true, but I mean But in fairness, I think AG's one of those guys that would have benefited from uh Jamal Murray. Yes. I you think know, right. so. In a pick and roll situation, that's tough. That's definitely tough, but you replaced that with, you know, Compazzo, uh, Devante. <laughs> he couldn't really get his rhythm going. Austin. Or Austin, for that matter. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really disappointed in Austin, man. Uh, solid scoring options. Yeah. But the nice thing, at least, Chris, the nice thing, even though the Nuggets fell in the semis, they're still young. If you keep the young core and try to develop, they're still relatively in their young 20s. So you I saw a chemistry problem. All right. What about? Oh, man, I saw a chemistry problem. What about the the injuries that we're seeing? Nets. Like the ton of injuries. Like Kyrie. So Kyrie. So what, what's your? What's your? I mean, we were. I was. I'm. I was, I'm looking if if Kyrie and James Harden will come back. I don't it think Harden. I don't think Harden can come back from that hamstring. He tried to, and he just <laughs> he came and he walked. He went off. <laughs> hamstring is is is. Uh, you, you you do that to 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 run. You need that to pivot, to stop, to you know what I mean. That's if there's nothing you can. I always do. to tell people like what happened with with Harden and Kyrie. Imagine if during the Miami Heat days, if if Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh went down, yeah. and all you had was LeBron with Mario Chalmers and Norris Cole and Birdman. This is what this you is what know, the Nets is right now. It's just one dude that they can triple it's team. Interesting that you said that because yeah. I was talking to somebody about this. About uh, they were talking about the un- unsung heroes of teams, which yeah. is the PTs, right, and trainers. This is where the, the, those guys come in. Uh, is whenever their job is to make players available. Yes. Right. If the players aren't available to play, then Somewhere in their job, you know, something's wrong or something's going yeah. on. Of course, there's other things that happen, but that's where you also have to look at organizations and how good their their uh, their sports their therapy medical teams staff, are, yeah. their medical sports staff, medicine. and all that. Well, that's why uh, LBJ has about his own Miami Heat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whenever Miami was on that run, Dwayne Wade definitely had his own. LeBron had his own, and then you know their yeah. team one was probably one of the best. So uh, you definitely got to give credit to this is where, you know, organizations, uh, franchises actually come into play. You know, this is where you yeah. see the effect of that. So and, sucks yeah, to have it. And also the, hates it. the satisfaction of beating the team at full health is just un. You can't replace it. I mean, you, you ever ask Dirk Nowitzki or, or, or Jason Kidd when y'all beat the Heatles? They were at full strength, man. They, nobody was hurt. You say say that with that, the Spurs team that beat the Eagles too. Like, would it have mattered if if, if uh, Wade or, or Bosch were down? No, we beat them and they were there. You know. Yeah, yeah it's like saying the Raptors won fair and square. No, they didn't. They they didn't have Clay. <laughs> they didn't have KD. You know, what I mean, that's yeah. that's a huge. That's good. Forty points right there. Minimum forty points. Yeah. You know, what I mean, and uh, we can't make up for that. Ibaka. Kawhi, Lowry, Van Fleet, Siakam ain't going to make up that, you know what I mean, yeah. 40 points of Clay and 
and the Durantula, I mean, it's it's tough. So it, it, it's and unfortunate. Fred's Nets really team to, yeah, I mean, Fred's Nets team to really make it a series. All these role players like Bruce Brown and Joe Harris and Nick Claxton, they have to, how are they going to fill in that gap of what Harden and, and Kyrie bring to the table? Well, That's this is really, what they were saying. Howard, hard, man. This is what, so if LeBron had Mozgov, he had, uh, who was his, who was his, the, the, when he went into the, the fight, the fight. Yeah. But you're looking at LeBron. This is a different story because like they really built that team around LeBron with a low budget. You know, it was the, the, the Cavs was his name. Dan Gilbert was really being cheap and you know, they beat Boston and Indiana, but you know, you're up against a seasoned Spurs team that was used to winning and they were still on their prime. So it's kind of like... But they're saying if, if LBG... Listen, this Nets team was not constructed the way that Cavs team was. Like, they didn't draft KD and put guys with KD. They, they got him as a free agent. They got Kyrie as a free agent. They traded for James Harden, but... But still, that's why you can't compare think, this Nets team to the early Cavs team. Yeah. What, what, you, what you can compare this Nets team to is the Heat, the Heat team. Yeah, but I think what they're saying is that if KD's that great and he's he's one of the top players, you know, I mean, he'd be able to do you the same thing. You can't compare KD to, um, to LeBron. Um, LeBron is almost like a point forward. LeBron can orchestrate the whole offense. You've seen him do it in Cleveland. You see him do it in Miami right. and same thing in LA. If you look at KD's career from the moment he was drafted in the Supersonics, yes, he can pass, he can facilitate, but he's not a point forward. Right, he's he a score. he's an offensive savant. Yeah. And you give him the ball, he's going to score, but he can't facilitate what Kyrie and, and Harden can pick the table. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing lacking now that those two guys are gone. Who's facilitating for this team? They don't have a Rondo. They don't, then Witty is out. You know, he, he would have been a good third facilitator for that team. They have none. But I think Kyrie yeah. is going to be okay. You think so? With a with yeah. a. Yeah, I think it's gonna be okay. I think he'll be maybe on sixty percent. I think he'll be sixty yeah, percent. They'll have him just enough. I feel like he won't. He won't be Kyrie. You know, going in and out, slashing. I think he'll just facilitate and and hopefully tape that ankle up. He's lucky that he was able to jump. Actually, when he landed, he he was able. He knew. He already knew. Yeah. He, if you notice, he jumped up in the air at the same time, like knowing that, oh, shoot. <laughs> if he could walk on I water. I think the refereeing, yeah. The refereeing will be different in game five because they really made him physical out there. They like, mm-hmm. they got Giroux and PJ Tucker and Bobby Portis like slamming into KD. It was, speaking it was of almost physical, like watching in the 90s. Jordan rules. Yeah. Speaking, yeah, of, Jordan physical, rules. speaking of physical, I know. That call on Joker was just ridiculous in the in the third. That was bad. That was bad. I mean, that was a bad call. You, you don't kick out a guy that doesn't have any past uh, reputation. Yeah. Of of you know dirty tricks uh, or any kind of you know um, technical fouls that resulted in you know bodily harm you know i mean he's not that type of player and i think the refs have to know that refs have to see in that light that okay it's it's game four they could be eliminated they have to take that into consideration and say okay what well flagrant one flagrant one 
Yeah, it's bigger one. He hit the ball. It wasn't like the head he was after. He did. You know, he, he wasn't aiming for the head. He no, it, the head. elbow is connected to the yeah. the arm. The arm connected to the hand. The hand went for the ball. It just so happened that the the face and the elbow were. You know, raised his face. Raised, raised his face. And come on. Even <laughs> MMA on women's M uh, UFC fights, they get hit, punched in the face. They don't go down on the ground. Oh, my gosh. Looking for a flagrant or a cheap shot. If you get hit, you get punched in the face in MMA. You, you have to friggin' okay, I got punched. All right. Okay. You know what I mean? But it seems like these NBA players, they get... Going. <laughs> They get they get punched. It's almost like, like the soccer effect. Like if somebody steps in your toe, you, you fall down, right? You grab your toe, like. <laughs> Remember God. FIFA, the, the video game, like when you when you get knocked down, you're like you're like rolling on the floor. It's almost like. Uh, I mean, he even went up to campaign and said, "Are you okay?" As he was I think out. I think the NBA needs to give another like, workshop to these refs on on. It just it ruins the t the game. It's just ruining the game for fans that go and then, and then you see how KD was getting abused earlier, and yeah. they're not even calling nothing. It's not, <laughs> even, it's not even consistent. Uh, make it consistent. If it's that, if that's a foul, then in the next game it should be also a foul. You know, it, it's just ridiculous. What's but crazy is uh, you know the Nuggets were home court too. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Didn't. And like his MVP like a, trophy yeah, couldn't even buy him a flagrant one. Like, are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> the MVP, you could kick out the MVP. That's done. Yeah, you kick out That's the MVP over. on his last yeah. game. That could be his game game deciding season ending, and you give him a flagrant two. My God, I think it would have been more frustrating for Chris if the Nuggets were in the lead oh, when yeah. he gets ejected. And that's the um, cause for the loss. Rather than they're no, still behind. I actually saw it as like, you know, maybe they had a chance, which yeah. they did. They did. Um, they did. Maybe, maybe that was something that would wake them up. You know, like they, they honestly needed that wake up call, like someone to actually, you know, do something drastic. Um, in the past, you see like coaches storm the court. Right to kind of wake their team up, like okay, I just got this technical. I'm fighting for you guys. Fight back. Yeah. Um, you didn't really see that fight back until it was too late, you know. And it came from Jokic, who it can't be your best player. You know, that's where uh, you have the guys like Matt Barnes and Meta World Peace that get under people's skin. And uh, for the Suns, it's Jay Crowder. Yeah. You know, you you need those guys. Uh, Udonis Haslam. You know. You, you really need those gritty guys that aren't your key players because, you know, their job is just to go rough things up and get, get, uh, try to make the other team's superstar pick on, right? Uh, yeah. Exactly. So that's what the Nuggets didn't have. Um, Composo sometimes they would get frustrated with him, but, uh, again, his effect is very limited. So. Actually, what was for the Nuggets? Yeah, there was no to the Suns. instigator on the Nuggets to trigger Chris Paul. And if there were any moments, the Suns were very composed. I think uh, uh, yeah. Monty Williams talked about 
someone had asked him after the post game, how was the bubble season effective going into this season? They said the, the brotherhood was created in the bubble and they brought that atmosphere and that bond into this season and they had one goal and, and they were all on it focused and so i think anything that rattles one player they know that there's a bigger cause and i think they all bought into it mm-hmm. uh just how like miami heat bought into last last season how they made it past the bucks and 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 the rest of the teams um and i think that's so important you know i mean they that you know there there's that accountability and the trust from one another um team chemistry yeah team chemistry yeah cp3 man um i'm not really a big fan of his but i'm impressed you know i i just hope that the clippers whoever wins clippers or or the jazz whoever whoever advances kills kills the suns <laughs> I, I, it'll be fun though if it's the clippers who advance because rondo is on the clippers i mean you know rondo and cp3 oh, you know, I, I can't a, wait a good history i can't wait till gumby versus uh cp3 i i and, and there's more dogs i think on the clippers team because like if you look at the jazz i think their only dog on their team is royce o'neill everyone else is no. like a, a nice guy joe Ingles is a dog yeah, he's a, but he's not like he's not that like Jay Crowder type dog, and I think some of the Clippers have dirtier players, and you know I think maybe that's, that's the team to rough up the Suns. Oh, Beverly, oh, sure, Beverly, yeah, like Bev, yeah. Morris, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Terrence Mann starting to get Terrence Mann, yeah, yeah. Zubac, you know they're, they're a bit, you know they're a bit spicy those. Yeah, they're gangsters. Yeah. Yeah, Gobert, uh, as good as Gobert is, he's not a he's not a hard dude, you know. He's just a talented dude. But that's that's because of his. He's not like a Joel of his foundation. <laughs> his foundation is Euro, you know. What I mean, from, from, yeah, from Euro, right. France. So, I mean, the French guys just want to drink wine, right? So, yeah, uh, the finesse, finesse. They have a the finesse mess. about these, you know, Batum. Uh, he's not a he's not a brawler. Batum is, you know. Uh, he's also a nice guy. So uh, these one French of my players, favorite uh, French players was the guy for uh, yeah. uh, Orlando Magic. Parker was the only Petrius. one. Oh, Cyprius, yeah. Michael yeah. Petrius. Yeah, yeah, Petrius was good. He was all yeah, my yeah. fantasy a lot of time. I wonder what happened to him. He was like a, he was like a Swiss Army knife. He didn't last that long. Yeah. yeah. Fournier is another French guy. But, but no D. <laughs> But do you think that this season, because it was so quick uh, in terms of the resting period for the, the, the teams that were in the playoffs, while we're seeing more injuries, like a ton of injuries? Yeah. Could possibly be. And they gave up the... Part of it. Yeah. <laughs> and they also gave next year's schedule already. It's going to be the regular... October, yeah. end of October. And the, the back to regular, right? So, but I mean, we're going to see more injuries. If it's, you know what I mean? Uh, I think with the way it's going and the, the lack of rest, it, I really think that uh, these players took a beating the past two seasons. What, Kyrie's gone, James, Anthony Davis, Jamal, Mike Connolly, Jalen Brown, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, Joel Embiid, LeBron James, uh, and uh, the detention. Bob, uh, 
Divisential, Ibaka, Divisential, uh, Pascal Siakam, uh, Kobe White, Kemba, Kemba. Uh, man, that's a ton. That's a bunch of all stars right lot. there. That's all. That's all all stars. That's all all stars, man. Um, that's a lot. So I think the NBA has to look into that, you know, and see that you know a lot of these players are the wear and tear. But the thing is, with that, it's not really the. Uh, it's not going to be so much the NBA. That's really more for the franchise. Yeah, yes. actually, yeah, the it's franchise. Up to them. So, who do you think? Do you think uh, Golden State does like a monitoring program? So, do you think uh, one of the few? Now that Connolly's injured and uh, Mitchell, what are you? What are you? Mitchell uh, going to play game four? We'll, we'll find out. Right. Game. Yeah, game four. Sorry, I mean we we think, he gave the thumbs up. He gave the thumbs up to Dwayne Wade. I think during the game, right? I think he's uh he's gonna come back in in the later in the series because they can afford to drop one. Yeah, and then would you and would you rest him for one down. and then bring him back, or would you let him play? If you're up to one. You can you have that luxury, you know. Because either way, you gotta play again. That's the thing. Yeah. Okay. Rather than not him play at all, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's going to be two more games for sure. So, sure, yeah. so are you guys more like sitting him out a quarter? Are you guys keeping your game seven Utah? Both of you? I know you both picked uh, Utah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm still there with Utah. I want to see the Let's Kawhi. Just well, I, I, mean, I, guess, I, I just want to see someone new get it. Kawhi has one. He's already yeah, done this. He has two, yeah. You know, he's already took a franchise from from ground uh from ground zero to it was, yesterday was the day. Yesterday June thirteenth was oh, yeah. the day that we won that in in, in uh, Golden State. That uh, we actually and the funny thing though about about the Clippers though. Um, they've never actually gone past the semifinals in the history of their franchise. <laughs> the Suns have been to the wow. finals. The Jazz have been to the finals. The Sixers have won a championship. I think the Bucks, they've won like a long time ago. They, but they haven't been to the finals over a long time. But the Clippers, not even a, a Western Conference finals. That's crazy. That's wild. What about Brooklyn. It all depends on the health of those other two guys. So you still pick uh, Chris in six? All of us. Javier, Gino. I think it might be seven now. Seven. It might be in seven. Okay. But Brooklyn. The the role players have to step up. (laughs) They have to actually be healthy. Like Blake Griffin has to step up. They have to get healthy, man. Um, Joe Harris. You know, I think Blake has to start making his shots are key. Like I've never seen one guy go from zero dunks in a season. And then the next season tra- get traded and have 13 dunks Dunk everything or 26 dunks. I think already <laughs> and he has zero dunks. You can tell he just didn't want to be in Detroit. That's sad though, to, to have that kind of mindset. I mean, to each his own, but I just find that, that's so upsetting, yeah. you know. You get paid to play, you know. Give it a hundred percent. Give it a hundred percent because 
if you're going to be like that when you're when you're on a losing team all the time, then what happens when the winning team starts losing? You know, are you just going to give up and not not perform? I mean, that's not a Mamba mentality at all. That's the opposite. You know, this what makes Kawhi special because he didn't want to get traded to the Raptors yet. He wanted chip with them. Yeah. You know, he he made it count. The very team he gets traded to, he can't even go past the semifinals. Well, I think with Kawhi, because it was a promise, one and done. You're coming here, yeah, one and done, and that's it. So, yeah, all right. So that's the show. Uh, we'll see you guys next week and find out uh, who wins uh, between uh, the Nets and. Uh, um, the Bucks. Uh, Kenny Anderson is going to be showing up for tonight's game, I believe. Nice. I was thinking Steve Nash because they don't have a, a point guard. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. No, no, he's going to imagine be Nash playing like one. He, he tweeted like five minutes per quarter. Kenny Anderson tweeted yeah, he, he's going to go watch the game, and I'm like, yo, he looks, he looks, he looks. He's he's got the goatee and everything, but he still looks like Kenny Anderson. Like I, I'm excited because I, I mm-hmm. that was the era that. I was collecting basketball cards. It so. was him and uh, Derek Coleman for the net. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kenny, Kenny Thomas just sent me this. this oh, nice. Card. I don't know if you can see. Is he the one guarding Shaq? Yeah, he's guarding For a rebound. Oh, that's awesome. That's pretty sick. Yeah, we should get, we should record him. What's in his prime? When he's free. We'll get him on. When the, when the season oh, yeah. ends. When the season ends, we can start interviewing you know players or, or even just local players as well when the season's done sure yeah i know a lot of people that'll be game all right so that's the show all thanks right. for tuning in uh don't forget uh to check us out uh on uh, twitter instagram facebook it's uh the fan asia also you can email us at the fan asia at gmail.com and uh Thanks to podmetrics.co. Use the referral code the fan and monetize your podcast anywhere in the world. Please subscribe and share this podcast and follow us on IG, Twitter, and FB. Uh, Chris, how can I follow you? Yeah, you can follow me on social media at new11new or uh, Chris Newsom on Facebook. And uh, have a year. On Instagram, decipher25. On Twitter, decipher underscore 25. All right. And uh, mine is uh, at DJTONYTONI. And we'll see you guys next week. Take care, everyone. Peace. All right, man.